Mike ready? You can bring the chair closer if you want. Fuck you. Eli got a telling <laughs> off. Do da, do da. His I'm flatmate told him off because <clears throat> he is a fuck. Have you started? <laughs> yes, we have don't started. Don't start. I have started already. I can't hear anything. It's too boomy in here. Well, you don't have headphones on, I do. So I, I unfortunately have to hear you intimately is in it, my ear. Why is it? Who cares? The reason why he's grumpy is because he's in a good mood. Ah, rah, rah, rash, bosh, bosh, bosh. Then his flatmate came out. Clear your shit out. And his face dropped like thunder. And then we're about to get going. Ash, bosh, bosh, bosh. I didn't say spoff, spoff, spoff. Actually opener, Paul. Actually opener. And then I had was, an opener. And then his flight mate came in and we're all going to die of the coronavirus. <laughs> it's like he and bummed then, us yeah. out. <laughs> he fucking bummed me out. Oh, what, what can I do to cheer you up? <sighs> hey. I don't know. Do a good show. I don't hey, do you want to know some good news? Source report update. Do, 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 do. Special oh. edition. Oh, let me turn this light off. Hang yeah, on. turn the light off. Let's get it all sexy in here. Here we go. Oh, that's much more juicy. It's much more intimate now. You know what the problem is, Paul? You're doing, you're acting like we've started the podcast, but I've really not committed. I'm not committed well, to I'm, this. I'm about to tell you, aren't I? I've got a good bit of good news. Where's right. the music coming in? Is the music coming up? I'm oh, exhausted. This is pathetic, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Right before we started, he was all ready to go, oh. and he got a telling off, and now he's all sad and grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yet, ladies and gentlemen, I could not be happier with the turnout <laughs> at all. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Show. Oh. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles. It's just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. Off-brand brand, off-brand brand, off Show. It's the price of shite. Paul Gannon. Eli Silverman. Welcome to Cheap Show. And I go and I nuzzle. Oh, well, what's the fucking update on the sauce? So, you know, support? we were told last week about the Big Mac sauce. And it was all very exciting. Yes. Um, I've got some. Yes, no, I mean... I have tasted it. It tastes exactly like Big Mac sauce. Yeah? But I was wrong, because I assumed that Big Mac sauce didn't have lumps of gherkin in it. It does. It has literally has lumps of gherkin in it, yeah. I've never noticed that before. Well, next time you have one... Well, anyway, I got a text... uh, No, sorry. I got a tweet from a guy in Canada saying that in Canada, they've had McDonald's sauces available separately for a donkey's years. Wow. And he showed me a picture of like, yeah, there's the Big Mac sauce and a squeezy bottle. Oh, yeah, I saw that. They're so civilised over there, aren't they? Isn't Canada the land of, of dreams, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. It's the utopian city of tomorrow. It's the land of blacking up. I don't think saying the land of blacking up <laughs> is honest, though. It's not like Well, he's their prime minister. It. It, yeah, but it's not like everyone does it. It looked that way in the 70s. It I seemed like know. everyone was doing it. I don't know. Come to Canada, land of blackface. <laughs> it's really going to sell it. So there's that. That's part one. Part two, I think you might have seen as well. But... McDonald's are releasing candles scented with pickles and okay. ketchup and Big Mac sauce. Yeah. And I just thought... What are your thoughts on that? I think that's very silly. It's a gimmick and they will sell a load, but it'll end up on the secondary market with eBay. And, and we'll, like we'll pick them up, won't we? Yeah. We'll probably pick up They'll, secondhand sauce candles. Unless they're really expensive, they'll end up in charity shops before you can say, will it be jib-jib? Yeah. Even if they are expensive. Even anything that is sort of a total 
gimmick and a novelty item and doesn't have any real use ends up in charity shops. Thing is, right, Eli, you like pickles, don't you? You're a pickle man. It could be said that I've uh, partaken. Dabbled. Yes, you've you dabbled in be, pickle. You could sometimes insinuate that I've had a pickle or you've, two. You've or, uh, sniffed a jar. That's yeah. what they say. You've dabbled Has he sniffed in the a jar? Old, in the old green Has he dipped reg- his little finger in a jar and sniffed his finger? Gone, ooh, pickle. <laughs> ooh, pickle. Uh, ooh, pickle. Sniff. So, sniffle, pickle, sniff. You like pickle. <laughs> We're getting that right. Yeah, I've jarred. I've, but would you I've want the jar? Would you want the scent of pickle from a candle emanating in your room? Frankly, Paul, yes, absolutely. Would you? <laughs> yeah. You'd like your room stinking the smell of, pickle. of gherkins. Yeah. Right, okay, I'm just going to backtrack a bit. All right. Are you trying to be off putting to the female form? No. In every Elements Some of your women being. like the smell of pickles. Mm, I don't care for them. I want to talk <laughs> about the women who are, I don't know, normal adjusted Nor- people who <laughs> go, oh, Eli looks nice, blah, 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 blah. I'm going back to his place. Oh, I'm in the front door. Oh, it's a little bit weird in here. It's full of records. Oh, what's his bedroom like? Oh, it's like a serial killer's den. <laughs> smells of pickles, though. S- smells of pickles. And, and that's, this is her. She'd go, looks like a serial killer's den, but it smells of pickles, and that's getting me moist. <laughs> I shouldn't yeah. say that. I shouldn't. That's P- what Dapper Laugh says. Pickle makes me moist, <laughs> is what you think is going to be no, the deciding No, I don't. I'm, I'm tired of your... Well, as agreed, there'll be no more dog-fucking material. I think I, I've reached the end of that particular line, although there was that guy who... Um, Pup, puppy tuggers, puppy yeah. tuggers. <laughs> Showed <laughs> us a picture of a product that said puppy tuggers. No, it's not what you'd imagine, which is Eli furiously tugging at the genitals of small dogs. It's not that. It's some kind of squeezy plastic toy with a dog head that you can squeeze and pull and tug. Right, it's like a stress toy. Yeah. Dog-shaped stress toy. You know, we haven't done those on the podcast, have we? Those little egg toys you get, you know, when you go to a machine. We have done egg toys. No, but we haven't done We have done eggs. I mean, I've got the ultimate egg toy. Tommy eggs. No, I know. But what I'm saying is we haven't done those kind of... Stress eggs. Pound in a machine, turn the clang, clickety-clock, egg comes out and you get... (laughs) I get, I don't know, like a, a hat. Clickety-clock. Clickety-clock. Me- well, that's quite good. It makes that noise. Yes, the mechanism. You put the pound in. It's called then, a vending machine. And then you go, a clickety-clock. And yes. the egg rolls towards there you. There must be an official name for those turners, though. Handle clamps. <laughs> Handle clamps. You slot the coin in and go, Psh. Yeah. Pool machines have a similar mechanism, don't yeah. they? It's really satisfying those pool tables. machines. Yeah. When you chuck it in. And you, you shove it. Chunk it in. And, and then... Chunk it in. And it goes... And they all start... Oh. And they roll into that little vestibule. It's very satisfying. What was that? But why are you doing that? Because, you know, you put the coins in the slot, don't you? Because sometimes they're face down or sometimes they're on their side in yes. slats. But either way, you put the palm of your hand against that handle and you push it in. <laughs> and it goes... And then the balls fall out. I was listening to some ASMR on the radio. I mean, yeah. a program about ASMR. Yeah. And they played some ASMR videos. God, it's annoying. <laughs> some people like it. It's all mouth. I, I can wet, tell you for a wet fact. mouth noises, which make you know make me my skin crawl. Well, some people like it. Mister Biffo likes ASMR, and he's told me on numerous occasions he he, he uses ASMR to <laughs> really, uh, yeah, he <laughs> to uh, the sounds. He of, clears his throat to it. Well, he said his favorite video was goat screaming. No, he didn't. He you're just trying to get, you're trying to cultivate a goat fucker image. You're a dog fucking. He's goat, goat fucking. <laughs> I'll have your fucking animals before the end of the world. Before the end of the world, yeah, you'll have the coronavirus, all fucking animals. When the coronavirus comes, I'll be uh, standing on a on a stack of tires. Why? Holding a mop aloft and saying, <laughs> "Mop aloft." <laughs> 
You're in a stupid mood, aren't you? I tired am, today? I'm tired, mate. Any other news? That I was good on work. the Source Report. Welcome to Cheap Show. Welcome to Cheap now, Show, everybody. Every now and then, we have said that on this Cheap Show, on this very podcast, we're going to take a break from amusing ourselves, and we're going to let you amuse us. So we have got a package today full of things that, that you, the listener have given to us in our post box. I'm looking forward to this, Paul. And if you'd like to send something to Cheap Show, send it to our post office spot. Post office box. Office boss. Oh, we're both on terrible It's form. Cheap Show, P.O. Box 1271 Harrow, H-A-3-3-N-S. Post office box 1279 <laughs> Harrow, H-A-3-3-N-S. If you'd like to send us anything. Now, um, what could they send us? Anything. Well, noodles. Noodles. Records. We've noodles. had. Noodles. Toys. Uh, bespoke prices of shites. Sauces. Now, I will say this before we get into the episode proper. Pickles. If you do send noodles, us something. Modular items. Poultice making kits. If you can make a poultice making kit for Eli, I'll make and wear it and take Catapultis, pictures. Catapultice. I'll tranche of poultice based modular units. You're just going through all your catchphrases now. I'm just trying to get them in. Amplitude? Fuck that one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's on. He's in a right hissy fit today. Oh, I am, man. He's on his blob. <laughs> Come on. No, I just want to say, if you send something in the P.O. box... I say moist and you say on his blob. We're turning into a late 2014 alternative comedy act. Yeah, yeah. it's been skinny and bedeeled unplanned, isn't it? <laughs> um... Please add your name to the package somewhere. Put a little note in saying who it's from. And then we can thank we'd like you. to thank you. Because sometimes I could, go, I could do nuzzle rounds. He could maybe come to your place and give you a, a secret nuz, nuzzle. A, a midnight scrungle. So that's what we're doing today. <laughs> we're diving into the P.O. box and pulling out all kinds of things. And let's see. It's a P.O. box episode, it's Paul. It's a pox. Oh, come on, man. What? Come on. A what? Come on. What? Let's get through this. Let's got to get through this. Right. Let's just put this on the record now. This is going to be bollocks this episode, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Already is. Already is. So here we are in the house of MASH. About to delve into one of your lovely packages. Now, uh, let, there's, a, there's a few things we're going through today. Oh, yeah. This, this, oh, God, it's a big box. It's a heavy box. Now, this is bo- a box of boxes. It's not one box full of stuff. It's other many, many things Did in you, it. Did you, uh, you coagulated a bunch of other boxes into a larger box? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, here's one. So I'm going to start with this one because it's a little bit of fun. There's some things in there I think you'll find amusing. I'm going to read the letter it comes with, because this person put a little letter with it. Hand me it, then. It says, don't go rooting yet, because there are surprises. but just let me hold it. All right, let you hold it, but don't go rooting. I'm just going to put my hand in, ready to root. Right. Nice postcard. Oh, it's a Where's Willy one. It's a Where's Wangy. It's where you've got to look for a Willy. No, it's not. You've got to stay hard. Where's Wally? You look for a Willy. No, you don't. It looks like a weird Where's Wally. It's a Willy. It's not a Willy. This is a Willy. That's not a Willy. I've seen it. You have not seen my winkle. I have. Ow. It looks like a it looks like Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. He's not called Keith anymore, by the way. Why? Why is he not called Keith now? That's oh, a he's bit, you can't just casually no, drop that in. He's called Keith, but I'm talking about Cheggers. Oh, what's wrong with Cheggers? Oh, no, well, Cheggers. he's he's almost shrunk to a point of infinite smallness. <laughs> Can I do a penis joke now, please, Mr. Silverman? <laughs> he's called now called Chegwin. Chegwin. Chegwin Keith's embryo, mate. Right. Is you want to I'm throw Chegwin. that out? It's, it has a more of a regal, noble air to it. That Lord name. Chegwin. Yeah, no, that's it. Yes, no. He's Lord Chegwin, the rat fetus. We'll just throw it out. You don't have to keep hold of it. It's bad. I've got to keep it. 
Why? It's a little fetus and it you belongs to me. You are going to be single forever. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Come are. on. You're telling me there's no women in the world who wants to enter a room with who a Who like man. the smell of pickles and like embryos. And all the filth and dust and misery I'll go, and spoff you I'll choose. put some music on. Soft music. Sexy music. You know, some... Uh... Hoots, mon. There's a moose. No, no. Loose. A boot. There's hoots. Da, 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 da. And, on, and I'll reach over and she'll think I'm giving her a piece of jewellery because Che Gwynn lives in a, a jewellery box. And I open it up. There you go. The, and then she and screams like, her heart out. What is that? Some kind of Nut? No, it is actually a Lord Chegwin. <laughs> it's Lord Chegwin. All right, what? Come on, read it out. Let me have a look at that postcard. No, please. you can read it after. You can look at it after I've read. Can't do both. Hello, Paul and Eli. I was clearing. Hello. Up. I was clearing up. It's and good fa- that they said hello to both of us, isn't it? Just admit that's good. Say it's, hello back. It's not worth it if you're going to interrupt every time I Just talk say hello to bring back that to, to the attention of myself and I, Eli. I don't care. Uh- <laughs> And I really need you to focus. Oh, I am focusing. Right. I was yeah. cleaning up and found some things you might like. So, uh, one. I'll hand them to you. Oh. And you can review them. Okay. Right. Here we go. Here's the first thing for you. Oh, these are. It is five packs of toxic high school cards. Cool. And there is gum in there, but obviously don't eat them because they're probably like 20 years old. Are they? Are they? So I presume... How old are they? I want to eat the gum. I presume toxic high school cards are kind of like riding off the uh, garbage pail kids They trend. must be. Yeah. Um, I'd like to... get. Not that I'm not grateful for these. I'd like to get some of those dinosaurs attacks ones. I do. I want to get Mars attacks ones as well. Oh, they are. You never see those. No. I mean, I love Mars Shall attacks. Shall I open one of these? Yeah, open one. Let's have Can a little open look. Open one of these toxic high school packs. I want to see what's in it. I've never heard of it. Uh, to be honest, I, don't, I only vaguely remember toxic high school. Oh, these are definitely the same. Um... Are they from Tops? Yeah, I believe they are. Are they? Not that I can see. Two cards in a pack. And they are definitely, they're like high school uh, I'll scenarios. L- but I'll open this one then. They're all gross in a similar way. Because I've got one here, Acne Club. Yeah. Which is all the kids with acne in the Acne Club sort of thing. So it's like, oh, so is it like a yearbook kind of thing? Yeah. Almost? No, it's not a yearbook. I'm going to tell you these look cheaper. Oh, yeah, put the big light on. These do look cheaper than the quality of a Garbage Pell Kids card. And they're smaller. Are they? Yeah, they are smaller. They're not really the same design as Garbage Pell Kids. They're, they're more like Mad Magazine or they're more like... Oh, these are stickers? Yeah. There is we're the... Garbage Pell stickers. They were, weren't yeah, they? As well. they they're were. all stickers, aren't they? Yeah. You can put them on exercise books or... I might, you know. I might stick this on something. Yeah. Stick it on this, your pickle. I've got Acne Club. I've got Debate An Club. unblemished record. It says, oh. and senior prom. Yeah. Warren couldn't get a real date. And then what are we seeing? Weird people in a hat? I don't know. You tell me what's there. It looks... I don't get the joke on that one, I do you? I don't get the joke. They seem to be wearing hats or they're, something. They're like Russian hats. Yeah. Those Russian lister hats from Red Dwarf. Yeah. And she looks like her mum. Oh, it says son on her arm. So yeah, he brought his mum to the uh, prom. He brought his mum to the prom. Well, I've got one that says debate club, the best way to get your point across. And it's two people with massive hammers. One says yes, one says no. And the yes man has smashed his head in. And oh, then they've I've got, got things on the back as well. I've got nose picking club and it just says, you dig? Oh, and it does say tops. It tops is top. company, 1991. It's it little... definitely is because that's just very similar in concept to the... Garbage pail kids, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Oh, look, there's stuff on the back that yeah, relates to the stuff on the I front. I told you. Yeah? yeah? Go on, then. That's quite cool, isn't it? So you've got the Acne Club. You've got all the Acne members of the Acne Club there. But it's, yeah. the writing's extremely small, or is it's it? It's fucking me? tiny. I'm doing my head in yeah. trying to read this. I can't read it. It's too small. 
Oh, look, there's a nose-picking club thing. I had to pick your nose. And this guy's putting his whole fist up his nose. Yeah. There is that gross-out sort of humour, which is definitely the top's trademark, isn't and it? You know what I mean? A booger chart. Well, maybe this is our reprints of original top cards, top's cards that they did. Do you know what I mean? Does it have that feel to you? I don't know. It just honestly looks like very, very cheap end-of-the-line cashing on garbage pail kids. It does, doesn't it? But it says top's on it. Yeah, yeah, it's made by Tops. But yeah. this is what I'm saying. Like, obviously, they had some brands 90, that made the money. 91, these are from. Yeah, some brands made is the money. Is that late? When did the when was the golden era? Mid 80s? No, I mean, look, what wasn't dinosaur tax and mortar tax like 60s and 70s? They were 60s and 70s. And their baseball were cards were like huge in the 50s and 60s, which were so actual baseball cards. I would argue yeah. that maybe the 80s was their least successful time, but I don't know. These are 90s. But they've got a look about them like 50s high school. Do you know what I mean? So I'm wondering if they're reprints of stuff they did earlier. Maybe. I mean, it's possible. You are right, because it has that kind of mad... Mad magazine sort of, yeah. Thing. And then there's gum, which... Well, I've got hygiene class. It all seems to be different classes or clubs oh. or societies, doesn't it? Oh, the gum's got black bits yeah, on it. Yeah, the gum is gone, mate. You wouldn't find me... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's half the gum oh, <laughs> come on that just smells a bit mouldy <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I didn't expect that <laughs> oh, uh, mate oh. he's gone full full uh, gag reflex on that oh blimey why did that set you off mate? I have no idea because you're right it wasn't that bad but I'm oh, oh. Paul do you need a bucket I can go get the crab bucket the crab bucket <laughs> <laughs> no alright well there you go I've got hygiene class. They're all someone's wee wee weed, and they're all swimming in wee wee wee. And also, I've got the school nurse, and she's hooked him up to some kind of unspeak. She's killed him basically. Uh All he had was a hangnail, and then she's chopped him up or something. It's all very nineteen fifties, isn't it? Yeah, I shouldn't open the other two. Then we'll save those, shall we? Right. So next is nice. Those are nice, though. I like them. I I like. I I I like cards. The problem with them is the quality's poor because they're small and done on a budget i kind of feel like that's what it is isn't it they're too small that's why the writing on the back is unintelligible it's to fucking me. painful yeah, yeah, to read yeah, you can't read it right next one is would you like three thousand dong yes there you go is is three thousand oh money there you go money i've made it i'm gonna rub it on the old uh, gooch, on the gooch not the nubbin not the nubbin he says it's about 98 Ninety-eight percent of a penny, or something. I think that's a percent. Funnily enough, my penny. is that real dong? Yeah, mate, that's, that's real. real dong. <laughs> you want to feel my that's real the dong? That's only reason, isn't it? Dong, yeah. dong, dong. Mate, I'm happy for it. Schlong, schlong, <laughs> schlong, dong. <laughs> oh, don't come on, mate. Oolong dick. Oolong yeah. <laughs> dick. Yay! The character with no voice. <laughs> uh, so that's that. So three. Th- he sent us three thousand dong. Thank you very much. Is, so that's about a pound, that. Is it? About, I think. Do you know what? Where's um, Dong from? Where do you get Dong? Vietnam. You go to Vietnam for your Dong. I don't go and get Dong, mate. I don't need Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Dong. Dong. Listen, I've got all Why the... do you put Dong in your mouth? I've got all the... <laughs> roll it up and put the Dong in your mouth. I've got all the Dong that is needed. Mate, you put 3,000 Dong in your gob right now. <laughs> I will. Do it for me. All right. Yeah, go on. He's going to put a big Dong in his mouth. I've... Do you watch really want dong. me to do yeah? this? You want to watch it go in? The question... Yeah. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> Slower. Slower. Oh, his Dong's in his gob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the last thing, the last thing you're going to love. I won't even say what it is. I've liked this. This is great. Who you, sent this to us? This is from Tom. Thank you, Tom. Tom says thank you. And this is the last fantastic. item Tom sent, and th- I think you're going to like this one the most. What is it? Oh, it's a playing card of some sort. Wait, turn it over. I'm turning it over. 
It's got a, it's mint on card. Yay! It's a polo mint on a playing card. <laughs> now, Paul. Well played, Tom. Is that mint on card That's or what? That is mint on card. Quite literally mint, mint on, on card. card. There you go. So I, Tom I, I, might, that. I might get that out whenever I need to say mint on card about an object. Because you know how much mint on card I get? I get plenty mint on card stuff. I get plenty mint on card. So there you go. That's our first Thank little package. Much, dong. Thank to you, Tom. Tom's dong. You're now manhandling his dong. How much? <laughs> no, but you know what? My uh, flatmate just came back from Vietnam. They don't go lower than a thousand dong. Oh, is that like the, that's like the one pound note kind of thing? No, is that like that's a like penny? a one penny note. Really? Well, and they don't go smaller, so... But they, why don't they, what I don't understand is, maybe there's a reason for it. They should just lop off, lop off a bunch of zeros. zeros. Yeah. But why don't they call it one? They generally do. So, if you go to a shop, you go, how much is that? They go 20. They mean 20,000. 20, wow. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always never understood why money gets that high. You know what I mean? Why? It's uh, a process known as inflation. I mean, I know that, but I never understood well, why they don't happens. adjust. Otherwise, you know... 20,000 dog, 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 not 20,000 dogs. <laughs> dogs, God. 20,000 dongs. 20,000 dogs. Now you're talking. <laughs> We're not. 20,000 dog dongs. <laughs> right. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. That's a lovely little prize. Brilliant. Mint on card. Right, here's the next box. This is a big one because we're going to end on the platters which came uh, separately. We've got so some great platters as well. The, let's just, without, you know, spoiling things too much, surprising platter. It was a very surprising platter. Right. Now, this one comes with a letter. I'm going to let Eli rummage. So, there you go. Oh, is this the whole lot? The rest of this box? No, the, apart from the record, which is separate, this box is the main segment now. Um, so, we had Tom. This is Michael. He's from Austria. But he spent the last five months studying in Ireland, so excuse, excuse his bad grammar. English is his second language. I've always appreciated people who can learn another language, because I never, ever could. I, I, I wanted to learn Italian for a while, and I so couldn't did I. keep Why it did in. we both strangely want to learn Italian? The woman I was with at the time spoke Italian well, and I would go to Italy with her, and sometimes... Oh, have you I visited would... Italy, Paul? Yes, I have. I went to a place called Riva del Garda. Oh, which is a nice little place. I think in, I think it was northern Italy. That's where they all die from coronavirus. Yeah, great. Keep it chirpy. <laughs> Keep it chirpy. Anyway, I'm going to read on while uh, while we do this. Well, it's I'm a long a letter. Scrummage. It's a long letter, but I want to get through no, as much as, it, as Ooh, I can. Ooh, baby, I've just seen something in here. So he says oh some my v- words. All right, leave it. He all said, right, he, I'll he, leave it. You've handed you, it to me. I know. Scrummaging but around. Could, well, I can't help but scrummage, Paul. You give me a scrummage box, I'm straight in there, rustling and scrummaging away. Ooh, what's all this? Scrabble, scrabble, scrabble. Read it then. Read it. I'm, I'm, I'm holding up the podcast. Trying to. So um, he's talking about he's living in Ireland and he's studying and he's, he says some very kind words about how the podcast gets him through some tough times. He likes the Tumpy episode a lot, so that's really lovely. Got to bring Tumpy back, man. He said he went to the record store and out of the, some of the records he bought, he put three in this box. So we're going to quickly go through them because, no offence, it, it, <laughs> it's a poor show. It's it's one of the it's what we would call a regular dig in yeah. a charity box yeah. selection. Ooh, day, so ooh, what have baby. we got there briefly? Well, you've got one seven inch and four LPs. Yeah, a Merillion seven. Merillion, which is a uh, one of I think it's Biffo's favourite band, isn't it? Merillion. He's well into them, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And he told us that Hocus. Pocus by Focus. No, just Focus. Focus they're by Hocus Focus. Pocus. No, Hocus they're Focus. Focus by Pocus. It's Hocus Pocus by Focus. Focus Pocus by Hocus. No. 
Chocus pocus, dog dog, billy bong, billy billy bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, hocus pocus. Look, everyone likes it when you do silly words. Well, you... I'm going to start doing it now. Willy willy bing bong. Willy willy bing bong is not silly words. <laughs> All right, okay. Come on, come up with a silly word then. No, terrible. It has to be spurfed. The level of spurfed. Floppopage. <laughs> get, get, get there. Right. I have got lots of amounts of floppopage. So what are the records he's got? He said he went to a charity shop and he found a few and he's put a few of these in this box. So who are the ones who got Marillion? Warm Wet Circles remix. The Sound of Music in the Vienna Boys Choir is a great example of what I would call the kitsch version of Austria. And I wanted to share it with you. Oh, so maybe those songs, albums he recognises because they're part of his kind of... It's Johann Strauss, isn't it? Yes. It says actually um, on Fontana this uh, Vienna Boys Choir. Can't imagine myself... Look at the quality of this. This is a record that is completely untouched. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, look. You can see that pristine glimmer it that vinyl pristine. has. It is pristine. No one has ever played. This is unplayed. Nah, someone must have played it once. No, no. Must have. No, there's marks actually on this side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played it. You played it. Uh, James Last, he's got in there. Now, this is a, a cover that has popped out at me. I like the cover of it. It's popped out at me from um, from many a record box. And you think, oh, what's that? And then you think, oh, it's a James Last Yeah, record. isn't it? It's like a con. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, it's James yeah, Last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't really covered James Last on the show before. He is probably we? one of the, if not the most prolific uh, recorded musician of all time, I'd say. Just everywhere you go, there's like him and Mrs. Mills albums in yeah, charity but shops. Have you noticed there's so many different James Last albums? I think he put literally about four out a year for 20 years. And they're all puns on the word last. Yeah. Last night in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. James Last's yeah. forever. Yeah. James Last but not least. Yeah. Last a go go. At last, James, James last. last. Oh, I can't last five seconds in bed, James. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. It's the end of the record. At last. At last. Oh, right. James a go-go. So he's done a versions of some classics on this, like Mac the Knife. What does a go-go mean? When people say, oh, it's a go-go or something, what, what does that imply? A go-go? Yeah, but what does that imply? It means it's all hip and a go-go. Is it like, is it like, like 50s rock and roll, like a go-go? Like, oh, a go-go was like 60s pop, wasn't it? In fact, it's one of those terms like rock and roll that has been used to apply to all sorts of different scenes okay. and genres. Because I've got this record, which is a very sort of... Um, early soul R&B record called Get on the Go-Go Train. Yeah. So it was already around, obviously, in the in the 50s, the words go-go. It means a go-go is a dance, isn't it? Yes, it it's is. It's a dance. Well, I couldn't say what kind of dance. It's a disco. It's another word for a discotheque, a go-go. Uh, but about... I don't know, they, but you say a go-go, something a go-go, don't you? It usually means like something upbeat or a bit weird. A go-go. A go-go. Uh, it has a very striking silver and neon pink uh, sort of negative, yeah. or, which is is striking. I like the look lady of it. Lady on the cover, but I think it's a con. Is it a lady? It's a lady's face. Oh, can you see that? Oh yeah, it is. Now I can see it. Um, uh, let's just see what the track listing is on this. And he's tried to go all, all fancy pantsy by calling it front and back instead of side one and side two. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you know what did that oh. mean? So we've got my love. Don't recognise that. No. Mac the knife. That's yeah, a very famous. The old standard. Little brown jug. Do you know that? Is that Little Brown Jugs? Okay, Miller, isn't it? 
Thank you. you That's go. life. That's life. That's life. what all the people say. Lara's theme closes off the first side or front. Oh, that one goes like this. You haven't sneaked that past me. By the way, I just want you to know. Yeah. And then the back has Fly Me to the Moon. Fly Me to the Moon. Caravan. That's you know caravan. What a good place to be. I believe No, that's it. Caravan of Love. Oh, no, it's not, actually. It's a, a happy hour. Well, how Prick. does Caravan... Every woman, every man, <laughs> join the Caravan of Love. Thank you, Paul. Stand up, stand up, stand up. I can't. I'm on a caravan. I'll fall over. I'm your brother. <laughs> Shut up. No, Caravan, I think, is like a Louis Armstrong, like an early okay. jazz All right. classic. America, is that must be the Paul Simon tune. Don't know. Or it could be uh, off um, I'm not helping you. West Side Story. I want to be in America. Could be that, Who wants some chips in America? I get mugged in America. Do you like eggs in America? <laughs> Can you get a single egg in America? America? No, you can't. It's the answer to that. You Can ask. You? You, go, you go in a place, you say, Can I have an egg? They go, Eggs? You say, No, I would like an egg. Eggs? No, no I'd just like, one egg. I'd like a one egg. And they go, Eggs? 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 I'm a British man and I would like one egg. I would like egg singular. Yeah. Can you get tea in America? No, no you don't drink out. tea in America. They put lemon in the tea in, in America. America. Why can't I buy a kettle in America? <laughs> you can't you? You can't <laughs> buy pet kettles. Right? When I lived in America, it was so hard for me to find just a normal fucking kettle that the an people I was living kettle. with were like, oh, just use the, the, the steamer on the coffee machine to heat the water yeah. that way. And I went, you fucking savages. <laughs> so on side two, America, then what now, my love? No idea. What, are you asking me a question then? <laughs> and then, very strange. Yeah. Uh, to close the backside, funiculi funicular. Funiculi funicular, don't. Let me, I'm just looking at some of the writing credits so we can check America. Well, I'll Oh, Ellington. Keep... Caravan is Ellington. I was right. Duke Ellington. Or did I say Louis Ar- yeah, Armstrong? Whatever. One of those guys. America. Let's get on to the important stuff. It is America from West Side Story. Okay, great. Good. Well, here's the best bit. It's read the... out the letter. I well, the, the rest letter. just goes into the whole record. And we've done that now. We're not going to do Demi Roussos because oh, we Let me tough... have a look at this Demi Roussos oh, one. God, Please, Demi. come on. Quickly. Fire and ice. Demi Roussos. Does he look like he's contemplating the smell of his own farts on that cover? That or is what? very much a man wondering if he's he like... should say he's Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, part of him is thinking, I could tell everyone I'm Christ, but he's should fu- I? He's strong. He's got the most hilarious imagery on his cover. Didn't we play a song of his a few weeks ago on Cheap Show? Um, we did Demi Roussos in some respect recently. The, the disco one. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I, yeah. I like you or whatever it is. I like you. No, it's <laughs> nice. Uh, so this is... I'm just trying to see if, because if, if, uh, he worked with uh, Vangelis, of course. Vangelis, in yeah. Aphrodite's Child, which was their psychedelic Greek. They were Bezzy mates. Um, and he produced some of uh, his early stuff as well. Not doesn't look like this. It was produced by J.C. Desmarty. Opening up the album, On the Greek Side of My Mind. She came up from the north. Hey, oh. Good days have gone. Too fucking right. Too now. fucking this right. This used to be amusing, this podcast. This used to be my playground. We shall dance. Yeah. Well, shall we? He's going to list off of songs that. from Demi Roussos. I know I'll do it again. That sounds like a serial killer's Fire play. Fire and Ice, that's the name of the album. Closing the first side. Nice. That, that nice. Strong that's closer. Strong. End of the line. We're on the other side now, Paul. Yeah, we are. My blue ships are sailing. 
My blue balls are straining. <laughs> I was going to tell you off and then the straining yeah, thing. Yeah, and that worked. Sealed it. it. Yeah. Thank you. Mountains beyond. Oh, my friends, you've been untrue to me. He's like Christ, isn't he? He feels yeah, like he's Christ. He's One old. of you has deceived me. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Flies. Oh, God. And without you. It's all original stuff. I'd be interested to hear it. Well, you know, you can now. We've been given 1971. I should say it's been sent by a guy called Michael. Thank you, Michael. Thank, uh, interesting thank you. Stuff. Michael sent this letter. Um, so let's talk about the snacks now. Oh, can I just say one more thing about Marillion warm wet circles? Uh, yeah. Where would you say Marillion hail from? I uh, Ireland. Marillion, the singer fish was Scottish, right? So they don't come from there. Where are they the from? They still go in Marillion. Yeah. Yeah. Was, and they were joined on stage by Focus. And they played Hocus Pocus by Focus yeah. with, with Focus on stage. Marillion. Uh, Marillion love songs later. Can I grab the box of goodies now? Because we're going to go. Hang on, wait. Wasn't there a thing you wanted to say about Marillion? That's it. What did you say? It completely went over my head. <laughs> I just said they're not Scottish. That's not something It's not worth much of adding. a fact. And they played. It's not, a- it's not a fact to say something that someone's not. Oh, here's a fact. This isn't a blue room. <laughs> Good fact, that, Paul. I like it's not that. a fact. <laughs> thanks for telling me that. That's an anti fact. No, thanks for telling me that. That's good, yeah. It's not good. Oh, oh look, I've got one of these. Here's a fact. All the windows aren't open. Also interesting. Thank you. <laughs> it's not interesting. <laughs> it is. Right. I'm handling the dong. <laughs> <laughs> he handles it well. Okay. Right, let's go on to the snacks. Um, let's go on to I mentioned the, the kitsch version of Austria Lay. That's why I sent you two very touristy Austrian snacks. The Mozart Klugen, or ah. Mozart balls, is what they're called. Mozart balls. Mozart balls. I'm going to stuff Mozart's balls in my gobble. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when you wake up in the day, you never think you're going to hear a friend of yours say, I'm going to stick Mozart's balls in my gobble. That's what we live for here. Isn't these uh, look like, like some kind of praline or something. Looks so nice. he says they exist in many different versions by many different companies. And some of those are getting into legal disputes over the Mozart Klugel trademark. Ah, so it's actually a, delic- a delicacy. That it's a type of chocolate. That isn't one thing. Interesting. Because if you're it's... looking at that, you'd think that must be the brand. Well, I'm guessing it's like Jaffa Cakes to some extent. Jaffa Cakes, yep. Because Jaffa tra- Cakes aren't a McVitie's brand. So They're just the, the name of that kind of biscuit. And people Cake, bring biscuit, out... whatever. Yeah, they can call their knockoff a Jaffa cake. Yeah, it's not. It is a Jaffa cake. Yeah, because it's just a form of cake, a form of orange, form of bread. Yeah, bread, o- orange cake. bread. Is cake. cake bread? Cake is bread. Bready cake, cakey bread. I like cakes cake that are more shoes. like bread. Yeah, like a banana bread or pineapple upside down cake. Have you had that? No, that's fucking. Great. I'm not. I'm very funny about where I want my pineapple. Upside down is good. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hand you one of these, mate. Oh, you've got, got one out. There right. we go. So I'm going to try these one. Are little, they've got a picture of Mozart on they, the front. They've got a bit of weight to them, these, don't I they? I think they've probably got some Prawline in, in. They've got a bit Pruline. of Prawline. Prawline. Praline. Praline. Prawline. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I've always struggled with that word. Praline. How do you say it? I say praline. Praline. But I think I mostly say that because of uh, Monty Python. Is the praline? Oh, is that where they have a chocolate box full yeah, of ducks? Yeah, you right. know, it's like the crunchy frog. It's that thing. Now, be careful. It might be liquid filled. Feel like it, it feels like it's got a raspberry in it or something like a. Oh, you know what I mean? It smells like just a... like one of those liqueurs, those chocolate liqueurs. Yeah. That, that you get in, in the chocolate boxes at Christmas, and you think, oh, that's got oh, liquid in. I bet it's got liquid in. Careful, it doesn't drip. I'm down gonna. Yet. I'll be careful to not 
drip Mozart's balls on my tongue. It smells of cherry. Yeah, that's it? what I just fucking said. You didn't say cherry. It's like, do you remember those sweets in ages ago that came in like packs and like they were chocolate, dark chocolate with a cherry kind of crumbly fondanty thing in the middle? Mm. Like, I can't remember what they were called. I'm going to anyway, I'm gonna gonna try this. We've had these before. Oh, no. No. <laughs> it's got where I hate him. What? Fucking marzipan. marzipan. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. Thank you. No. no like Mar- what's your problem marzipan! With- what's your problem with marzipan? Is there something about the flavour that really upsets me? Why? It's got that almond. Almond-y. almond I don't like it. I don't like it. And I won't have any more of Mozart's marzipan balls in my mouth. <laughs> right. However... If you do like that kind of thing, I can imagine it being quite nice. So, nice. you know, there's a Wikipedia article about this strange confection. Personally, I don't much care for them. The version I send you is a store-bought one by Manor. The company is particularly famous for their hazelnut-filled wafers called Manor Schichnen. Manor Schichnen. Manor, you say it. Manor Schnitten. Manor Schnitten, thank you. Manor Schnitten. It's funny, when I hear it said, it's easy to understand, but then when I'm reading it, my eyes go, I don't know. There's two S's there, and it goes, Schnitten. You know when the S's are all backed up, and they go, Is that what this is? No, what's that? Isn't that Manor Schnitten? No, I don't know. No, We've got a wafer. He sent us two two of those wafers. All right, let me read the letter again. Oh, this is Manor Schnitten, yeah. It is. Well, it says Manor there, doesn't it? Oh, and Ween. Hang on. Oh, hang on. Yeah, no, he's talking about this now. Uh, two of which I've put in the package. Okay, cool. Yeah, here we Personally, go. I enjoy the taste, but there are many similar products. To me, there's a certain nostalgia surrounding these wafers. You can I see get that. You can see there would be. It's like a nice design. Like, but it's, again, sort of mid 20th century what. style design, isn't it? it you it's say? like an old fashioned wrap Kit Kat almost. You uh, know what it, I mean? But the design is like a, one of those sort of mid mid 20th century sort of uh, railway posters or something yeah, like that. Do you know what I mean? I it has that mean. sort of uh, that kind of Save opening both. Just open that one. I'm opening the Manishness. He's opened the manish right up. A it's a very wafery huff. Because mm. wafers, you know the old pink wafer? That's an old British staple, isn't it? The I old think pink this wafer. is going to be extremely similar, Paul, to that. But what kind of... It's got, it looks like it's a wafer with like chocolatey segments. Oh, no, hazelnut chocolate segments by the looks of things. That's fine. Yeah, Ooh. it's a hazelnut chocolate wafer. Is and it's vegan. Well, that's good. Oh, it's not made of any animals. Or dogs. Or animals. How much of this do you want? Just a Just small bit. Give us a half, whatever it comes like. Yes, they come in nice little wafers. Oh, I've come in wafers. <laughs> have you? You know what I mean. Have you I've, come into a biscuit? I've have you ever played soggy biscuit? I might have done it. Anyway. You did, didn't you? You fucking totally did. What I want to know is how do you manage to come on the biscuit? Have you have what, never played dribble bicky? I've never played dribble, dribble bicky. What I want to know though, Paul. Yeah. What is turning me on to, to... What is turning you on? <laughs> That's a good question. No, when I want to wank onto the biscuit. The idea of, of not finishing having on to the biscuit. No, you have to eat it. You don't have to eat it. You do in it's my the last one to come. To, so, so it's a race to the end then, isn't it? Yeah, but how? just trying not you to just eat focus. You just focus and think of your mum the whole time and you get there real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. I'm eating it. Standard wafer. Standard wafer. Pleasant enough. Okie dokie by me. Mm, that's quite nice. Hmm. I don't really like wafers, though. I'm not really a big fan of wafers. It's fine. It's got a nice crunch. Quite nice, yeah. Bit vanilla-y. Who sent this letter and this box? What's Michael. That? Michael, thank Michael. you. Won't go to waste, mate. No. It'll make sure it goes right down. My flatmate's like a fucking hoover. Just leave stuff out that you want finished, man. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it's like a Roomba. The last snack I sent are some sour gummies. 
Oh, baby. For now, you've time. saved the best for last, Michael. Oh, I've um, got impact. For a long time, I thought they were Austrian, but they are German, as I found out putting this package together. Hitchler. I, they're called Hitchler. Great. Heil Hitchler. No. <laughs> you think that's how you found out they were German? <laughs> oh, God. I originally bought them a few years back as a snack for vegetarian friends, as there's no gelatin in them. They are very sour, Ooh. which I enjoy a lot. How sour? Thank you for the... Yeah, so once again, thank you for the bottom of my heart. All the best. Michael, thank you very much, thank Michael. Thank you, Michael. I've never and, seen um, these before. Oh, and the rubber duck, he says at the end, sorry, an amendment, is a present from a friend who bought it at a sale, but I don't know the price. There is no story behind it. It's just, I just left it in. But yeah, it's going to well, be our good Well, it's a lady hands. rubber duck. She's a princess. No, she's a wedding duck. She's getting married. She's a, she's a bride. A virgin bride. Vir- no, I don't know about virgin. Well, she's not a virgin anymore, mate. No, because you're <laughs> going to stick it on your nubbin. Right, let's just... Nubbin action. Deployment. If anyone sends anything in the P.O. box, and it's like a toy, a teddy bear, a plastic figurine, Eli will smear his <laughs> I'm not smearing. Come on. He don't smear. smear me by suggesting I have smeary parts. You have very no, smeary, I don't have parts. smeary parts. You have dribbles. This is a dry denim rub rub. All That's right. what it is. Anyway, the and point there is. There she goes. She's enjoying it. They will be face first to his genitals. That's all you need to no, know. I'm doing this rubber duck doggy style. <laughs> God. The thing is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I call her he does this. He doesn't like just say it. We all laugh. He's like, I'm watching him rub <laughs> a rubber ducky on his nubbin. Listen, it has to be real. For people to believe it. No, I think it has to be all for you. can get a little bit of a chub on no, as you record. No, I have got a bit of a chub on. Show How me your you? chub then. Show me it. I'm not showing you. Show me it now and prove me. Prove it. It's nothing erect. Oh, I wish I'd never said that. There's nothing there. No, you've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Right, so let's right, try the gummies get... to end on. We're going to try these gummies. Veggie gummies. Wait, wait. Oh, it's got a squeeze. It says action. 100% veggie. Oh, but I'm going to have that in the bath. I mean, I'll put it in the bath. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. going to play with it in the bath. And then you're going to put this bit right on the end of your meters, aren't you? And you're going to blow. Oh, little, oh you could get an embolism, little... though, doing that. No, you could get an embolism if you've got by blowing got bubbles it. up your meters, that could be serious. <laughs> bubbles up your meters sounds like awful reggae. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, honestly... <laughs> bubbles up your meters. <laughs> Shakadima implies. With bubble up your meters. <laughs> And now, now as what? With a bubble up your meters. Look into your big brown right, eyes. Right, let's have a look at these gummies. <laughs> you know, the other thing that sort of tells me this is a bit Nazi is it's 100% it's not, veggie. It's not Nazi. Start off, that's lazy comedy. Woof, woof, poo, poo, willy fannies. <laughs> come on. No, come on. You know, there's that, the whole sort of lot. I think it's not it's true. It's not true that Hitler was vegetarian. Okay. I don't believe that's true. No, I don't think so. And also, when people tell those stories, what are we meant to think? Oh, it wasn't all bad because <laughs> he didn't fucking eat meat. Yeah. You know, no, no, they're not. It's anti-vegetarians. Oh, is it? Yeah, there's people who think that all evil in the world is started by vegetarians. It's not. There's a website called Vegetarians Are Evil, and they're serious, man. Really? Yeah. How can you be bothered to be bothered about that? I know. But this is How can you get things? worked up? It's like when people get worked up about, oh, there's going to be a female 007 in the new Bond film. I can't watch it. And I think, <laughs> fuck off. Fuck. Oh. Take a hot pin and fucking jab it up your fucking unused meters. Unused meters. <laughs> yeah. Just and get a proper fucking. Also, H H O. The other on. thing about those arguments are like Hitler also loved dogs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what we're saying is Eli's like Hitler. No, he, he, Hitler also, you know, loved children. So what are we meant to think that all evil people love children as well? It's just false. It's false reasoning yeah. to say that it, and his vegetarianism 
or not a lack of it had anything to do with it, the you know the atrocities. It's because so he, when you have a story and the story is X is bad, and you got nothing more to say, some cunt eventually goes ah, but X also did yeah, this. This is what I mean. This is exactly what I'm getting at. Paul. When you've Thank run you. out of stories to tell, you now, then start I'm going. Gonna, I'm going to give this a proper Huffington. Oh, he's going to give the gummies a huff. Pressure injection huff. Oh, that's got a strong fruity that, huff. That looks like that was an acidic huff. It's got a good gummy, strong gummy huff. I, let's have a look. I want to have a little sniffles. Have a little sniffle there. Oh, oh, cool. Do you know what I mean? It's a strong. It's got a strong smell. I'm gonna. Pip, I'm pulling it out. I'm gonna take two. I've got orange and I've got purple flavour. They will be differentiated in terms of their flavour. I'm open, so. Right, I'm going to put them in my gob. And we want to know how sour it is as well. Not sour enough for Paul, obviously. It's not an instant sour. Mm. They're not very sour. They're sour. They're not like... They're not a fizzy sour. It's more just a sort of... It's a sweet sour, but it's not like an intense, hard sour, like um, the Vimto one, for example, which is impossible to keep in your mouth. I think these are very nice. They are quite nice. Mm. Are they different flavours, the different colours, then? Well, let me try this one I'm going to try a different flavour. I had a yellow one. All right. We're having a purple one now. I'm having a green one now. I think the answer's probably. They taste exactly the same. Yeah. But nice. Yeah. As far as those things go. God, nice. mate. You know, I've cut out sugar from my diet. Yeah. This segment's you... bad for me. <laughs> I'm already you... getting a finger. A weird tingly finger all over me. Really? From the eating the sugar? <laughs> it's good that you're cutting down. <laughs> That latte, that was packed full of sugar. Right, that's the end of that segment. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you. That's a lovely box. Um, we've we're we're looking forward to chowing down on all the good things what, you've given us. What are we going to call the duck? Diana Duck. Yeah. What? Yeah. What's wrong with that, Diana no, Duck? That's good. Yeah. It's a bit of alliteration. Dirty Diana. I could sing that to her. Duck. As I I could actually, you can fill. Can you fill him with water and squirt it out? Probably. You could probably put it in the bath, squeeze it, let it go under the water, suck it all in, yeah. remove it from the water, yeah. retrieve your bell end from under the water, <laughs> squeeze the that tip of your helmet, doing. put the duck on the top of the yeah. penis meters, and then yeah, with a little bit of a squeeze, yeah, a little bit of a squeeze, so just open the eye up, and then <laughs> you squirt that water oh, right so down. How you, how you clean the inside of your meters? Yeah, right out. <laughs> you blast it out. I don't think you need to clean inside there. I think it's, it's normal processes do that. Well, I use a swab. I'm glad we're ending this segment now. I'm glad we're ending this segment. segment. <laughs> we didn't have anything. Dirty Diana Duck. Quack, quack, meet us. Oh. Dirty Diana. Quack. <laughs> We've had a bit of a dong update. We have had a dong update. I've recorded that, so I'll stick it at the end of the episode. All right. I've recorded that. So stay for behind the credits for a little sneak peek about Eli's dong it's everyone's dong it's everyone's dong now we've all handled it it's got our dirty fingers all over i'm bored of dong guys <laughs> <laughs> what's coming up next on the show Paul? well uh we were given we were sent some seven inch singles but we don't even know but who by no unless there's something in the packaging somewhere you can see is there but someone took an album cover and quite cut well it packed up. yeah quite well packed so they obviously know what they're doing they've u- they've used a background music specially recorded for film radio and television uh, LP cover, Boozy yeah. and Hawks, which is one of those companies, yeah. like KPM or whatever. Like we've used on the Twitch stream. Yeah. 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 One of those. So he sends us in that. I mean, I presume he could be a she, could be, it could be, could, could be anyone. Could be little Roffy Roff Roff. The it doggy. won't be Roffles the dog. Might be Roffles the dog. Or it might be Bicky's. Meow. What about Quentin the, Quentin the dog? Phil, Quentin Phil the theatre critic dog. <laughs> yeah. Do you even remember what that voice is? <laughs> 
five stars unconvincing please <laughs> so what did you think of Parasite critic dog second watch bottles oh he's so fickle isn't he good themes ref. right okay stop not that not I'm sick of fucking Quentin now so we were sent a bunch of uh, vinyl some of which I'm going to save for a later date for various reasons it was a lovely selection I have to say really good when we I get... mean it shits all over Michael's piss poor Demi Oi, you leave Michael alone and that fuck he fell for the oldest trick in the book the fucking <laughs> pink and silver James Laster go-go LP James Laster go-go the sound of music he sent us as well come on but the point is is that it reminded him of his Austrian roots that's why you picked the Austrian sound of music, you know. Oh, of course, because that's based in Austria, isn't it's it? It's in the Alps, isn't it? On the Have border. You got the Beethoven buttons. But, 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 but Mozart balls. <laughs> Beethoven <laughs> buttons, I don't know what they <laughs> they're, are. They're a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Mozart balls, Beethoven buttons, and list snacks. Uh, no. <laughs> Come on, you think of another composer then? There's no com- there was Mozart balls didn't have an alliteration. So come on, you think of another composer. Right now, Mr. Silverman, and make Who's a Who's that snack. guy, Bar? Bar? Black sheep. No. <laughs> I think he had some wool. Bartok balls. You can't two balls again. You come up with something new. Bartok bonbons. Bach's bonbons. Bach's bonbons. <laughs> I will give you. That's good. Tchaikovsky's coffee cough. Cof- <laughs> yeah. Tchaikovsky's coffee drops. Yes. 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 Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Join us tomorrow on the breakfast show <laughs> for more composer puns. <laughs> tomorrow it's composers and movies. Back to the future. <laughs> yeah, we have fun, don't we? We have a lot, we of, have fun. A lot of fun on cheap shows. So, yeah, this is do but- you have fun on cheap shows, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> we do. We have a lot of fun. Have you got a lovely little selection? So, here? someone sent us some records and. Gonna save a couple. Yes, because they are, they, they, they are pertinent to future programming. We will start with this, this one, though, because we can't play it. kind of novelty records. Oh, you're, you're gonna cover that, are you? Yeah, but we can't play it. But I want to bring it to attention because I think it's interesting. Maybe I can find it online and play a clip. Okay. So, a selection of um, seven inches. Mostly of the novelty or children's records. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he... It seemed, to be fair, it looks like these have been curated, like he's picked these out or they've picked these out. I was saying they. To be of interest to us, because these are definitely the type of record that we cover on on the Splatter, isn't it? Definitely. On the Splatter segment, which, if you don't know is the Silverman's Platters, which is the segment of the show where we talk about records and, and, it is, and songs. And, and the stuff. patron saint is Clyde McFatter. So get with it, Daddy-o. You know okay, the scene. Daddy. So the first one we're going to talk about, because we can't play, but let's mention it, is a, it, I thought it was going to come with a book, but it doesn't. It's one of these learn-about records where it's a piece of vinyl and you learn about it's things seven like inch. the alphabet, numbers, manners, words, safety, animal sounds, colours, seasons in the calendar... Sounds, shapes, and this one that we've got here, cars, boats, and planes. And it says on the back, using a marvellous combination of information, comedy, and songs, the marvellous Dr. Swan leads children into the world of education in a way that is often unique and always entertaining. Learn About deals with the everyday life experience of the preschool child and can relate to these adventures. This series, through the use of stories and memorable songs, subtly teaches perceptual, auditory, and motoric, motoric skills. Motoric. Motor, motoric. Motoric skills. Explain what it looks like. Now, a lot of these kids' records of this ilk, seven inches of this ilk, if you'll notice, the cover yeah. is taller than your, your standard seven-inch sleeve. You yes. see that? Much it looks taller. more like a book. Yeah. But they did that for some reason with these kind of records. I don't know why, because I have a Planet of the Apes story record... And it has, again, an elongated cover. Yeah. 
So it's something to do with, and this looks like it could be made by the same company actually. As my um, when the company's called Learn About, the Apes one. and it's from a it's from Peter Pan Records, and I believe Peter yeah they Pan, make these. It's the Peter Pan it's the Peter Pan format is to have a longer. I think Peter Pan cover. did the things like the Pac Man albums and stuff like that. Yeah, they did kids records. Yeah, they must have folded at some point when uh, records went out of fashion. Well, you can't fold a record, can you? Well, you want to break it, you can. Huh? Peter Pan. Mm. Now you know what's interesting as well that I noticed when you said that these are the, all these. Educational titles, yeah. In the in the so you got the alphabet, important. Yeah, yeah. numbers, fucking important. Yeah, I think they're important. Manners, yeah, fine. Yeah, words, safety, okay. animal sounds, colours, seasons. Important. All of these are important. Yeah. There's one that's just sounds. Yeah. Also good shapes. Also good. But then you got cars, boats, and planes. It was like where they does had, that fit in? It was you know be- is that is it that as important? The sound of like industry or transport. Is as important it's because they said, can you make sounds. 10, out, 10 yeah. records to send that? And they went, well, we've got good ideas for nine. And then they sat there, what are we going to do for the 10th one? And the car goes past. Oh, that's fucking cool. There's a plane. Oh. Uh, there's a boat. <laughs> there's a fucking train. Train, boat, boat cars. Fuck them. Fuck them. Have you got a speedboat, Alan? Send, send Gary Have out. you got a speedboat, Alan? Uh, yes, I do, actually. I would it on bullseye. <laughs> well, get it out. <laughs> well, that's a good one, that. Brum, brum. I've got a boat. He doesn't have a boat, does he? Gary just sits in the corner and says he's on Baywatch. No. Bullseye. <laughs> Am I the only person in the world who's confused Bullseye and Baywatch? No. Baywatch? <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm too tired. You're too tired. It's a late night show, ladies and gentlemen. And we're, we're too tired. reaching the end of our tether. Yeah. Hot, hot, tired. So, see if you can find some of that. I love the, do love the design of these children's records, and especially the dot work on the actual label yeah. there, Paul. You know what I mean? Oh, it's that nice. little dot work. Unfortunately, this, the record itself was in pretty bad condition with scratches and blotches and blobs and crusties. Yeah, it's got some encrustments. And we just didn't fancy... Play. Ken Friedman is Dr. Swan. Have you heard of Ken Friedman? Absolutely not. There you go. Oh, look, the Twin Towers. They're oh, in New York. Oh, yeah, it's in New York. And there's the... Hang on. What's on that cover that I would like to complain about? Two children. No. A whale. No. Statue of Liberty. No, what's a submarine doing there? Is a submarine. Is a submarine. Cars, Is it a boat? boat? Is a submarine a boat? They call it a U-boat. Is it a boat? No. Well, then it shouldn't be on that fucking record. All right. It was because they had a job lot of sound effects. What have we got left? We've got car start engine, car start... No, car close... Oh, brain not work. Brain not work. <laughs> Beginning to worry. Brain not work. <laughs> car start, train engine... Submarine noise. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Blah, 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 blah. Now they go, Dook. Dook. don't they? Dook. Dook. Come in, Jim. I'm underwater. Dook. Come in, Jim. I'm underwater. <laughs> Are you trying to do Star Trek? No, there's some it's... guy called Jim who's in a submarine. And he's come in, Jim. Come in. Come in, Jim. Dook. I'm underwater. Well, I'd be interested to hear that. I might play a bit of it. There's not the encrustments on both sides, but that's yeah. it's a nice item, isn't it? Yes. Wow, ferry boats and the, the tugboats there. I saw some canoes and sailboats. Of course, the submarine and the ocean liners. Well, they're all going places on the water. Going places on the water. Nothing could be finer. Sleep in the cabin of a big ocean liner. Going places on the water, in a boat with a sail. On a lake or on the ocean. 
Take a ferry boat to the Statue of Liberty. Going places on the water. Paddling a canoe. Going places on the water. Is a fun thing to do. Well, Mr. Wheeler the Wheel was listening to all this and learning that although he was important on the land, that he wasn't the only way of getting around. The thing is also, can I just say one more point with children's records? Because they're children's records, it's very hard to find. They're, they're one of the genres that is going to be the most bashed up, if you think about it. Yeah, true, because they get yeah, a lot of play. Kids, kids on them, aren't they? Kids, dirty hands, touching That's them like, and sticking That's like it's hard them. to get mint copies of the Muppet uh, Albums. show records. Because kids have ruined it. I Kids love those. Ruin those are everything. those are possibly the best in the genre. What the Muppet Show wants? Muppet Show album one and two are both classics. Were they made to be albums? Like they were recorded specially. Yes. So the, oh, absolutely, no, yeah. that's They're good. Great, they are great. Because you know, like they obviously might have released like edits of the TV show. As there are songs that are featured on the TV show, but they've done it. They've gone into the studio and, and recorded, recorded new bits, and it's yeah. all for the studio. Yeah, it's for I bet the that's album. nice. I've not heard any of them. Have you not? No. They're classic. They're part of a real central part of my childhood was the uh, Muppets album. Yeah. Right. Well, next one we're going to do. Well, this is interesting. We were sent a track called. Oh, I can never say this. Presen Colleen in Sin Anil Kilsol. Easy for you to say. It's really fucking not. But you said this is not. This is the original version of it this song. It must be the original version because he, the he artist who is Adriano Celentano, and he wrote he wrote this song and it's called that title and it sounds like this. Freezing cold in ancient and You the cold maids say one freezing cold in ancient All right. So the reason why I know he's this Italian, song, not Spanish, by the way. Oh, he's the Italian. Well, here's the reason why I know this song because you know comedian Mike Reed. Terrific. Uh, he was also in EastEnders. He's also in EastEnders, and uh, he did my favourite version of Chantilly Lace. He also did a version of this song. I'm going to play that now as well, right now. Cool. Freezing cold in you so all right. What happens to the kids on the kettle machine? Like a lion and the tits never grab a gun for good time. That's terrific, yeah. We can see him in the shadows of the whole gummer band. There are 200 cars and not a whole one to drive the thing. I, I, my Sam Flex, and if it was so Joey Peso, I. You can call me to see one freezing cold and ancient and choose Like beating you all. 
So here's that's little... why you know it. But you say, oh, this is famous. It's not. It just happens to be a song that. Well, I th- okay. So Adriano Celentano, Italian singer-songwriter, he is dubbed Il Molia Immolagentio, the flexible one, because of his dancing. Ooh. Oh, he was a good dancer. Let's have a look into his biography, shall we? Born in Milan, and the address of where he was born, 14 Via Cristoforo Gluck, became the subject of a famous song, Il Ragazzo della Via Gluck, the boy from Gluck City. Wow. Do you know that? No. No. Anyway, they moved north as a family, heavily influenced by Elvis Presley and American actor Jerry Lewis. He started playing in a rock band with Giorgio Gaber and Enzo Giannacci. I don't know who they are. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. Different bands, different singer. He was cast in as a rock star in the film La Dolce Vita. That's a famous film, isn't it? It's part of the Italian uh, New, Wave. New Wave, yeah. Um, like Bicycle Vs and things like that came from that whole movement. And La Dolce thought, Vita is like the is one. Is it called the it? New Wave in Italy as well? Because it was in France as well, wasn't uh, it? Wasn't it Italian neorealism? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it was French New Wave, French New Wave, Italian neo realism. But yes. they were they were going on at a similar time, weren't they? They were, and that's why you get that like the growth of Truffaut at the same time as that whole movement. So a lot of those films have similar styles. Yes. You can imagine like Bicycle Thieves is a very kind of whimsical nature, the same well, as Bicycle like, Thieves, the 400 you, uh, Blows. Uh, uh, Bicycle Thieves was one of the first films to use non-actors, didn't it? Use, uh, just, it used yeah. just street children. It's been a long time since I studied Italian neorealism cinema. Oh, you studied <laughs> it, did you? I did, actually, <laughs> at university. And... Antonioni? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. He did Blow Up. So he was in You know that. Blow Up. Oh, I do know Blow That's Up. That's Antonioni, yeah. isn't it? Oh. That's good. I like that. That is good. He always oh, is interesting. What's he... that one with... Um, Travolta, that was like a, which is um like an update of Blow Up, but it was instead of the picture that it he was revealed, sound. It was sound. It's called Blow something. Blow Out. Blow Out. And it was directed by De Palma, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Celentano. He also played the role of Satan in Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. Oh, really? God. Yeah. Yeah. But it's does Satan appear? I thought just, there was just yeah. a baby. I can't remember. It was just an evil baby. He was like the Satan baby or something. I only watched it out of morbid curiosity to see what the fuck that film was all about. And instantly, I mean, almost within the first 50 minutes, regretted putting myself through it. It was a miserable fucking film. I didn't like it, but I did like... uh, The Last Temptation of Christ? No, the one where the Incas or whatever, they're running around. Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Crystal Skull? No, the Mel Gibson one, Atlanticano or something. Oh, Apocalypto. Yeah. Yeah. You a big fan of Mel Gibson? No. Do you agree I do, with his opinions? Of, I, he's been in... I love the, I love the Mad Max in. franchise. I love yeah. the Mad Max franchise. What about Lethal Weapon? Don't like that that much. What about... Do you like Mel Gibson in... Nothing else. Bird on a Wire with I haven't Goldie seen that. Horn. I haven't seen that. You know? It's no. not very good. So anyway, the song we're talking about now, because he's released 40 albums in his life. Flipping heck. Three live albums, eight compilations. His most popular songs are La Coppia Più Bella del Mondo which sold over a million copies. Also, press con... con ba-da, 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 this song we listened to, this which one, was... This one, it's a nonsense word, isn't well, it? Well, it said it was written to mimic the way English sounds to non-English speakers, despite being almost entirely nonsense. I'll give it a go. And he was not. He was mentioned in a... Chrysancholinensinencusol. Yeah. Weird. He was I... featured in the song He Enjoyed the Blockhead's Reasons to Be Cheerful Part 3 for being in Fellini's 86 film Ginger and Fred. Okay. He's a big uh, defender of animal rights and likes Inter Milan as a football team. Oh, well, we've learned all about him, haven't we? I'm going to talk into the track itself. So, Press Con Kill... Press Colin... 
is a song by this guy, yeah, performed by him and his wife. Let's yeah, do the covers. Let's have the cover versions. What are the cover versions? Well, I'm having a look, aren't I? I, I bet there's no other cover versions. The song was released in 1972. It did all right. UK release was given a simpler title of The Language of Love. Oh, so this isn't the UK release that no. I'm holding then? No, no, no. The song appeared on the 2008 dance compilation album Pop Life Presents Pop Life Sucks. There's a hip-hop parody. This uh, is the English release. Well, maybe, yeah. because it's made any, in English. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have any English in it. It doesn't have any foreign language in it. It's nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, but you said they changed the title. Yeah, they changed the actual title of the song when they showed it. But obviously, they haven't there because it's got the they haven't there. full track on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it became the song became a bit of an internet meme. In 2009, it was posted on Boing Boing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the video is a bit weird for it. Probably. I don't know. God, there's, just, there's loads of covers. There's loads of covers. Yeah. The, the song is also used as one of the revolving bumper song intros to the Rush Limbaugh radio show. Wow. What a fucking weird thing. <laughs> so, yeah, there's been... And obviously, as I say, Mike Reed did a cover of it, so that's good. Would you say you prefer the original or Mike Reed's I interpretation? I Mike Reed's, obviously. Okay. It is actually better. You love his version of Chantilly Lace as well, Chantilly don't you? Lace. I love it. And it's, it's literally the song I want played at my funeral. Chantilly Lace, his version. Yeah. It's good to know. Just to put it out there. All right. That's all right. <laughs> Next track is is one that I think is the, I don't get it. I remember this. This is I have a faint. You know when you something's you remember something, but you don't know in what context or anything else f- apart from the fact that you remember it from you somewhere. See, I've you know never I mean? heard of this. It's called Now It's Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder, Alice Cooper, Elton John by Clive Baldwin. And can you explain to the song to the people listening what the song is about? Well, it starts with a sort of skit where a man wakes up after 25 years in a coma and then is told that there is Paul McCartney now or something. And then he sings in a sort of cod... What would you call that style of singing? It's meant to be. It's meant to be Al Johnson's singing. Al Johnson's style. So it's that whole kind of blackface Minstrel minstrel sort of Because that's the thing. Al Johnson, as far as I remember, was a white guy playing a black guy and singing... And in the style of a black guy. So that voice was affected, wasn't it? It wasn't yes. his real singing voice. It was an effective accent to it make him sound black. It was a sort of stereotype-typed uh, black voice. Can you tell it? me yeah. what the artist's name is again? Sorry, I'll do a search Clive for this. Clive Baldwin. Clive Baldwin. This is a proper novelty record. An evening, he did an album called An Evening with Al Johnson. So is he, 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 he just he like did an e- He loves Al Johnson. Johnson. Hang on, The Gazette Live. What's this? If I if this is the right if this is the same guy, there's an article for the Teesside Live Gazette, and it says Clive Baldwin lives in a black and white world and in a very politically correct world. That incorrectness is most unusual. What a fucking horrible sentence! Terrible. You meant to be a journalist and you write that. Well, they work for the Teesside, whatever, don't they? He has been banned, told to cut out the black and made to keep everything whiter than white, but his legend lives on. Yorkshireman Clive is a singer, but more than that... Great, we've uncovered more a racist. Any another, another old racist cunt appears on Chief he Show. He is a well minstrel, done. possibly the last... There was that rapist last time, wasn't there? Yeah, we the get fucking all... guy stalking people in his fucking... Anyone could get a fucking his... record deal back then. <laughs> oh, what's your, what's your USP? A oh, fuck dogs. Eli, your record <laughs> career is... Con- you can't talk. My brain is not fucking working. It's because you... Sorry, Paul. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't. Your brain... I can see what you're trying to say, and then you, you can't say it. I can't it. get there. Yeah. I've got pod impotence. <laughs> I've got yeah, no, what it is, impotence. it's like a stutter, isn't it? 
Um, anyway, he's a minstrel, possibly the last, arguably the best, and is the most famous for being for being someone else. Fuck he's a it. cunt. Just write normally, you <laughs> fucking <laughs> cunt. This journalist did hate him. He colours his white face black and becomes Al okay, Jolson. Okay, so yeah, there we go. There's it. He, he blacks up. Yeah. Before the Second World War, Jolson was the first great world entertainer and the first superstar. He spoke the immortal first words ever heard on film and when he declared at the start of the original movie, you ain't jazz seen singer, you ain't seen nothing yet. Clive can say the same. Teesside audiences love him, and he loves Teesside, returning regularly this year after year. This is a terrible year. article. He is the Ken Dodd of the music business. Do you know what this sounds like? This sounds like he's written this, sent it to the journalist, and the journalist just fucking tidied it, it up yeah. and then gone. Yeah, because they don't. They yeah. no this one would call blurb. him. No one would call him the Ken Dodd of the music no, no. business. He's come up with this. Baldwin's a cunt, mate. And his record shit. And I don't know what his voice sounds like, but it's about to sound like this. The audiences are tremendous, and people are always glad to see me. That's the kind of response I get, he says. His Legend of Jolson show, Clive... This is a fucking horrible written piece of crap. Well, you're going to have to try and get through it, or let me take over, Paul. Shall I take right, you, over? You take over the, from the, the very, very article. top. It's not just me. It seems like it's written... I'll try and get through. Yeah, it does sound badly written, Thank to be you. honest. It's not just you. Okay. His Legend of Jolson show, Clive Baldwin, the world's greatest minstrel. That needs some punctuation, right? It needs like quotation marks around the title. It needs more to sort of, yes. It's it's the way it comes in and it's his name. It doesn't sound like the title of, but that's what their title is. Okay. So his show is called Clive Baldwin, the world's greatest minstrel. Right. Is in the region and plays the Civic Theatre at Darlington on Tuesday. Oh, God. Quotation marks. He was a genius in black and white, he declares. I try to establish myself. I'm aided and abetted by Al Johnson, but I'm not him. Despite this, many think he is Al. No. And Clive really does not mind if you call him Al. What? A- Paul, Paul Simon joke? I don't know. Oh, that's a, yeah. <laughs> that's, you like this guy now? No, no. I, was just, I just understood that it was a joke. And now I'm kind of like, actually, it wasn't worth the travel. And we go back to Baldwin's quoting. Yeah. So this is, he says, People fuzz the line between who is who, he says. They don't care how much I disclaim it. They still think I'm him. But when I see how satisfied they are after each show, what can I do? Well, it's a magic thing. And more so here than anywhere I've ever noticed. There's a real adulation. I love it. But I've never lost sight of who I am. A cunt. Now pushing pushing into his late 60s. Yeah. Clive has been singing professionally like Jolson for nearly 50 years. Yeah. That's more than him, he says. He only sang his famous songs for 30 years. Oh, God. Do you want to continue? It depends on how much he goes up his own arse in this article. Because <laughs> he's crawling up there These deeply. These include his songs, they mean, the, uh, yeah. Jolson's songs that he sang. These include Mammy, yeah. Swanee River, yeah. April Showers, yeah. and California, Here I Come. Yeah. And as Jolson died in 1950, yeah. they should have been confined to the great old charts of history. That's right. Yeah. That they live on is as much down to Clive as anyone else. He comes from Hull, but has been living in America for nearly 40 years, has acquired a solid mid-Atlantic accent, and for the past 35 years has been married to his second wife, Lenore. Lenore? Yeah. He's fresh. <laughs> He has been singing and talking I'm like Jolson pretty today. much since his voice broke. My mother noticed it before I did, he says. It's the tonal quality. It means he can genuinely sing like Jolson. Fuck me, this article. <laughs> the point is that in 75... He has his imitators some... and they do a terrific job. I've been accused of being an imitator, but I'm not. Fucking shut up. It's just me. 
I can't believe how great me. I am. I'm sorry, I'm great. It's Everyone just, keeps thinking I'm the real thing it's and just I'm great. me being me. It's my own voice. I'm stuck with it. I don't have any other. So now I just let it roll out. God, that's actually quite sad when you think about it. He's been cursed to sound like Al Jolson all his life. <laughs> and his career is built on fucking racism. Yeah. <laughs> Doing just that around the world brought him to the attention of Sidney Lanfield, who directed Jolson in Swanee River. Where most of his records ended up, funnily enough. <laughs> Sam Raffleson who wrote The Jazz Singer, and Jolson's understudy, Buddy Walker. Clive was at radio station in Miami Beach in the 70s where he learned Walker was around and he was asked to sing California, Here I Come to him. Right. That's Jolson, said Walker. No, I said, it's me. Oh, fuck, you sound like old Jolson, man. (laughs) Do you sound like Al Jolson? Do you know what, though? In some cases, I imagine if you're up to a really elderly person who basically remembers Al Jolson the first time round, and she hears it, she goes, Are you still the real thing? My mind is what it used to be. It's It's the real black man. Isn't it? It's what it is. The only oh, audience who is saying you look like him are the ones whose faculties have failed them sometime in the fucking we've 90s. We've had a toxic, shitty record, Paul. We've had a toxic, shitty record, and it's taken up way too much time. It's a guy who this basically... This article keeps going as well. No more. No more No that. more, Clive. You've had enough from fucking us. Fucking hell, Clive. Fuck off, Clive. You know what the point is, though? Is that in 75, he released a song to basically bring Al Jolson back into the pop chart. It was like... It was like, I can't sing it any other way, so I have to fold his songs into that disco sound or that that fucking contemporary music of the time. Yeah. And, and no one in their right mind was going to buy a jazz rag disco song sung by a white guy pretending to be a black guy, pretending to be another white guy, pretending to be another black guy. Now it's Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder, Alice Cooper, Elton John. Yeah, as if to say... It used the, to be Al Jones, Jolson, and now was, these are the yeah. superstars of today. Yeah. And what's the story? Like, they don't, but he doesn't a, approve? It, there's, a, that, there's that whole sort of framing concept that he wakes up and after it, 25 years and he doesn't know who these singers are. Even though, strictly speaking, he dared. He now, didn't go wake asleep. He dared. And I he, think, um, his corpse comes back I to life. I think it was a minor hit, though, this record. Was it? I think so, yeah. So it's another example of something that comes up a lot on Silverman's platters, Paul, is terrible novelty disco. We had it with that Elaine Page record the other day, didn't yeah. we? And like, I found that I Love Lucy theme one. That's very good. Disco version of I Love Lucy. Oh, yeah. Disco Lucy. Oh, well, okay. To finish this segment, uh, his, uh, he's a cunt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck nothing. him. Let's talk about something else. He was in the Chicago Tribute as well, saying the exact same stuff. Wow. Almost, almost the exact same word for word stuff in the Chicago Tribune, saying the whole same thing. And I guess this is from an album called "An Evening with Al Jolson," sing it, uh, starring Clive Baldwin. God, we did a bunch of covers. Anyway, we're going to end today with what we think is the. Hi- I'm not going to say no more. I'll let Eli take over. But this has been the surprise highlight of our platters in a long while. It certainly has. It's one of the best we've come across. I and don't. It really I w- fits the bill. 
So if you sent this, thank you very, very much. Please give us your details so we this can give excellent. you the credit. This is a real find um, and not something that comes up a lot no. uh, with this genre of record. It's a promotional item. Yes. I think you could say it's a promotional seven inch with a gatefold. I don't know. This is a special type of sleeve. You don't often see seven-inch singles no. with a gatefold like that. No. So it opens up. On the front, it says, Happy Birthday, 18. And 18 is in sort of those illustrated... Oh, you know what it looks num- like? Numer- numer- it numericals. looks exactly like the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, yeah, 12. Yeah, the animation. from It's very sort of aping the, the 60s look. It's like it? that with a bit of yellow submarine. It's, yeah, a very yellow submarine, sort of psychedelic sort of uh, Candyland. Yeah. Candyland sort yeah, of style. Yeah, I'll that? take it. Yeah. And it's got women, guys with long hair in the eight, and there's a lady dancing doing that. What's that dance? Freak dancing. The freaky dance. What he's they getting freaky. Woodstock and stuff, and there's a car, vroom, vroom. Uh-huh. And then it says, happy birthday, 18, from... Oh, go on. Who's it from? Noel Edmonds. Oh! Home. Oof! And Barclays Bank. Oh! It's a promotional a... item from Barclays Bank. What a gift. Also, in the one of the 18, you'll see this, because you can look on the website and look at these p- pictures. There is Noel. There is no. Noel is depicted by the artist. I quite like the artwork. It's, I, mean, I it's love quite the artwork. nice illustration. And there's Noel in, in a sort of cartoon version of Noel. You open it up, and there's a photograph of Noel yeah. in all his mid 70s pomp with a sort of facim- facsimile Signature. autograph there. So you think, let me oh, have a look. Noel's let me just check me. if it's not the real thing. No, I mean, of course it's not. As if he'd sign those for Barclays Bank. I don't know. He might. If there might have been a stack of a hundred, he spent an hour. Fucking no, signing it's too them. many. This is mass-produced item, man. Yeah, true. So the idea is, Barclays, if you were with them, sent you this when you were 18 to basically say, happy birthday, and also think about maybe making your count more of an adult one. Cause I know- yeah, or maybe you automatically sort of got updated to an adult account, or they, they wouldn't, you know, by law or something, they couldn't yeah. provide you with a, a child's account or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, something, something like that. Because I remember when I started my bank account when I was a kid, it was like... I got one of those piggy banks, piggy in that West piggy uh, banks. The, uh, oh, yeah. Was remember it that West? Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Because I, 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 we had something similar. I only got the baby because I didn't save shit. You meant it's meant to encourage kids to save money. I just you save money, and yeah. then you get another piggy bank, which yeah. is bigger, and then you save And the one when you've saved like a grand or whatever really are really rare. They'd like pork a pig. He's like a big yeah. fat cat pig. They go for a lot of money. They go for a lot of money, those really? things. Yeah. I found in a box my first Barclays uh, children's account, right. which came with like a little comic book and a checkbook and a okay, pen so and Barclays things like that. So Barclays have basically got form in terms of sort of this promotional stuff for kids, basically. And this is for a teenager. Yeah. This is like legal to have sex, isn't it, 18? Or is that 16? That, don't, you make it sound like it's a genuine worrying question that you're asking. I don't know. What is 18? You know, because I'm trying to just sort of identify what is the thing you can do at 18 that you couldn't do when drink. you were. Is it? I think you can't drink Smoke until is- you're 18. You can drink at but this 16. is 1975, so I don't know what the rules were oh, and right. stuff like that were. I bet in those days, 14-year-olds in the pub all the time getting drinks. Hey, would like a, black, a cider and black, please, publican. <laughs> right. Um, and so, and the home on the cover refers to a rock band. But what we're going to do right now what is we're play do? you the whole, the whole of side... A, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's the first side. Yeah. Where Noel introduces you to the record. Now, usually we play a little bit, but I'm going to give you the I gift. you should have it all, yeah. You need the gift of the two minutes of Noel Edmonds doing, effectively, The Goon Show. Yeah. So here we go. Enjoy Noel Edmonds welcoming you to your 18th birthday, thanks to Barclays. Okay, I know what to do. As soon as the stylist touches your record, I'll start the fanfare. What? What's that? It's touching already. Ah! 
Ah, well, then cue the band. Ladies and gentlemen, never before in the field of human endeavor has one... Excuse me. What? No, can't you see I'm busy? Would you like a donut? No, thank you. They make me go all spotty. You mean? Yes. Donuts for Sackney. Oh, my darling. Oh, my gosh. Why does everybody have to try and be a comedian? Cue the band again. Ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me, oh, sir. Kill the fanfare. Uh, now, what do you want? A special delivery, sir. What is it? It's a door. Would you like me to open oh, it? Oh, yes, please. Yes, that's me, and multitudinous greetings to you. Oh, yes, of course, a happy birthday. Allow me to pour you a congratulatory drink. Ah, lovely drop of chateau-bottled MacBlagic wine. Ah, what's that? You've never heard of MacBlagic chateau? Good heavens, I thought everybody had heard of chateau MacBlagic. Gosh, this wine really does look good. You know, I once went round a vineyard and... Did you know that the grapes, or well, at least the vine terraces, actually sink about two feet a year? It'd be quite dangerous if it wasn't for the fact that grape vines sink alike. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, it's your 18th Barclay. Oh, sorry, birthday. How Supernatural here, crying Friday Supreme. Did I hear you say Barclays? Yes. Barclays Bank? That's right, the organisation with a memory. Really? Yes, a bank takes all the worry out of remembering to pay bills. Ah, you don't say. HP agreements, mortgages, in fact, anything that requires regular payments, the bank remembers. Ah, so I have banks by the memories. That's it, the only safe way to handle money. Ah, you know, I wish I'd known that before. Why? Well, last week a lady gave me two fake five-pound notes. Counterfeit? Yeah, she had two. Get out. Actually, maybe Barclays could help you. A checkbook's got to be one of the safest and most convenient ways of making payments. And the bank also issues regular statements on how much money you've got. And if... and if... and if you need money, you might be eligible for a loan. Uh, then also, if you need a reference... Uh -oh, Flynn! What are you doing? Well, I think this record needs music, so I'm getting me piano ready, then I'll sing. But Flynn... I'm a baritone, you know. But Flynn... Me voice will send you to sleep. But Flynn... In fact, you could say I'm a pheno baritone. Flynn! There's music on the other side of the record. Oh, what is it? A nightingale sang in Barclay Square? Flynn, say happy birthday. Happy birthday. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Say no more. Nudge, nudge. No. He comes across like a bit of a cunt, doesn't he? Is, he? I mean, still. He's, a, he's smug and confident, and I it's get it. It's the smugness. I don't mind confident, you know. I don't mind confident, but the smugness. It's the smug. The, the, the whole, well, the whole well, the thing is, well, the whole self-depreciation without really self-depreciating himself. It. He doesn't. He just takes the piss out of, like, old grannies. Yeah. Like Bruce Forsyth did. Like, I get the impression, like, when he's doing, like... Groups of people in a room discussing a show. They'll say, "Hey, no, let's make let's make fun of your beard." He goes, "Oh, yeah, 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 that's good." He goes, "Yeah, let's make it look like like a dirty fanny." Don't you dare say it looks yeah, like yeah, a fanny. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And someone goes, "It looks like a a, a dirty mouse." 
All right. <laughs> All right, it's Dirty Mouth. <laughs> That's no, no one's... No. It's, it's Dirty it, Fanny. Is it this meeting, I can't imagine. You didn't really build the picture it, of that meeting. Mi- it's minge or no minge. Minge or no minge. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you're asleep or something. I don't like know. Edmund's in a room having a meeting. And someone says, why don't we call your, <laughs> your beard a dirty, dirty fanny? fanny. <laughs> I couldn't it's think of anything. Realistic, I couldn't think of anything I was just to make fun of, you know? I was just thinking, oh. he's in a meeting, they're discussing a few <laughs> jokes on the show, and it's like, oh... Isn't it funny? No, yeah, that you got. I know. I know what you were trying to do. Paul. A mane of hair, you know, a big yeah. mane of hair. Goes, yeah, probably, let's make fun yeah, of that. He's probably vicious and and like gets rid of. He, there's sort of a hint of narcissism. No, you, there's lots. You get a feeling of narcissism. Well, look, let's be Don't honest. You? He's successful and he's been very successful because of his business work in the record shops and the franchising. He's and a good businessman. He yeah. is. But he's also now one of those famous people who's very rich who now believes you know the shit that they're selling. Which is why he can go, I've got a box that cures yeah, cancer fucking, and positive thinking, yeah. you know, is good. And people who have bad th- thoughts yeah. deserve to die. Yeah. You think, but also he's I been... hope a tragic accident happens where in some respects your body is found next to a naked child and a blobby costume. Really? And there's no more context. And that's the mystery of your death. That's that kind be of good. what I want That would be good. Isn't isn't it? Like that. Just in a field. Edmund's <laughs> dead. Blobby costume near. Mystery child found. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like you're asleep, Paul. <laughs> it really is like you're asleep. Weird. So anyway, we got through that and we were like, all right, he's trying to do the goon thing. Uh, but I also the- think there's a, a real massive sort of Kenny Everett. It's stuff that Kenny Everett does better. Who was the other guy I was talking about? Justin, Li- Justin Lynn, the other <laughs> radio presenter. Who's fried up his own fucking arse? But he also does that madcap. It's that mid seventies the cut ups, of, the kind of audio play, and also that uh, Steve Wright kind of inherited that mantle into the yeah. late into the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get that kind of that kind of comedy DJ sort of. It's because radio doesn't want that anymore. Yeah, they do. People don't, who no. listen to radio engage in it differently. They want it on in the background when they're driving or in the kitchen. The breakfast show is always important because that's when people are traveling into work or they're driving into work and they want a bit more content. But after that, it's just like fucking get the songs out. Yeah. Because they worry that if your song hasn't been played, your favorite song hasn't been played in a while, they'll move over to another radio station. Just to try and hear it. Which is why songs get played every oh, hour. It's just terrible. People are terrible. It's just the way radio is. So I don't think commercial radios allow for a lot of that kind of creativity and freedom now. No. You'll get a Chris a shame, Evans really, who's got too much, you know, Power. swagger. Yeah. And maybe, you know, the Radio X stuff that happens. Talk radio is completely different, but you know what I mean? Like commercial radio is now just about hitting the clock, hitting the ads, getting all those songs in as many as you can in an hour and and maybe throwing a competition out there. That's why a lot of people who are hosting those shows have very little personality, but lots of enthusiasm. Ah, because they're professional, they do the job well, but they, they there's no edge to them. No, it's no. about being friendly. And they did have, even Edmonds has more of an edge, doesn't oh, he? God, that's depressing, but well, true. He, he did. It's yeah. true. Yeah, he made an impact. Yeah. So he's got a real smug look on his face on this record. Yeah, it's not very good comedy, but it's it's reasonably well produced, isn't it? But here's sort of sound his... effects and stuff. It's, it that's was, what it reminds me very much of the Everett style with the sound. Bit effect. of goons, bit of Python, yeah. bit of you know, bit of radio show. Yeah, yeah. Now here's the thing. When it said, and now the B-side's got a song on, we were like, oh, it's going to be shit. Because we'd not heard of this group, Home. Home. And we've got, there's a picture of them on the other side of the gatefold. And they're very sort of uh, soft focus, very long, yeah. tawny, is that the word, hair? They've got very, it looks very clean. They look like clean hippies. Clean, nice boys. And the, and the name Home also made me think. The band was called Home, yeah. 
They are called Home. Yeah, the yeah. song's called Dreamer. Dreamer. And all of that seemed, it suggested to me, and to you, Paul, I think yeah. you'll agree, uh, a real middle of the road. And the fact that it's on a Barclays Bank promotional record in item. Fact, before we started playing it, you said, we're not going to get very far into this. I'll give it a minute at most. Yeah. And then we played it, and it sounded like this. <laughs> Fucking pretty good, it's isn't it? Fucking quite good. <laughs> it kind of fucking rocks. I thought it was going to be kind of early, you know, um, black lace. It's going to be very kind yeah, of you know, Brotherhood of Man, Brotherhood of Man, that or kind something. of thing. Just terrible, that terrible pop. But do, you want to, do you want to know it's about got home? That finger picking riff, that, that kind and of eagles, and the, and the, the um, yeah, fog hat or whatever it's called, that kind of thing. Leonard Skinner, sort of Allman Brothers style, uh, country rock, southern rock, they yeah. call it that style, and also the uh, rhythm section, like the bass and the drums. Fucking tight. tight. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, I generally love the, the guitar funky, licks to it. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, it, yeah. and even though like the, the chorus stroke verse is kind of softer, yeah, it still builds it's right still back to that good. lick it's really well. Fucking guitar solo at the end. Yeah, and, it, and it's one of those ones that goes, at the end. Like, it's you fucking know what sweet. I mean? like, so, Home were a British rock band, says Wikipedia, they after rock. in the 70s. They are, according to the genre page here, rock progressive rock ah. the, the core lineup featured Mick Stubbs on lead guitar and vocals Laurie Wisefield on lead guitars and vocals Cliff Williams on bass guitar and Mick Cook and they also had various guitarists uh, uh, keyboardists sorry at the time okay. formed in Wales are they Welsh prog sort of hard uh, after the first band Sugar Split it's like have you ever seen like the um, League of Gentlemen you know the guy who was in that uh, creme brulee band in the 70s and you're like that's a shit business he's like all that music <laughs> right is that what these it's, guys it feels are like? like this it feels like that so they teamed up and they signed to cbs records under the band home in 1971 released an album called pause for a horse horse as in horse, <laughs> horse. as in horse <laughs> hey you've used your noise your mouth noise in a different way yeah, i know i don't know why <laughs> it's a very versatile wobbly mouth noise you've got there they put they they toured in november with led zeppelin Right. Uh, at the second Electric Magic Show. So that Magic says something show. about how, you know... If Zeppelin are like, yeah, you can perform Yeah, they're standard, yeah. Yeah. And then they open for groups such as Argent, the Jeff Beck Group, and The Faces. Oh, The Faces are great. And then they the released... The Faces was uh, Rod, Rod Stewart. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, and what was that other one you mentioned, sorry? Uh, there was the Jeff Beck Argent. Group you know Argent. Argent. Do you know what Argent is? No. Argent was the keyboard player from the Zombies. And that was his band. The Zombies with Time of the Season yeah. and She's Not There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. And he also wrote God Gave Rock and Roll to You. 
That oh, was an Argent chin. The original of that was an Argent that. chin, yeah. Oh, and Kiss okay, have just been so milking it for fucking decades. Kiss just uh, had a hit with it. Yeah, yeah, off the Bill and Ted film. Yeah. yeah. When there's a third one of those coming out, isn't there? Yeah. Is that going to be wait. good? I hope so. Same uh, director? Uh, no. Same writers and, you know, most original did, cast did, are back. Did the first two films have the same director? No. Okay, so you different had a different... directors for all three. Okay. The second one was a British guy. The first one, I can't remember the name. Okay, so it's not as more to do with the writing. The director, you just need same a steady, writers, steady pair of hands for the yeah. direction, don't you, really? So anyway, uh, the album that they brought out reached number 41 in the UK album charts. So not great, but not awful for the time either. No. Uh, they went on to support Mott the Hoople, and The Enemy wrote in their review of the show of the October 15th that they were performing at. Those who went to see Mock the Hoople that night came back talking about home instead. Mm. And they were called the fifth most promising new name so in the just They obviously poll. never quite had the hit or cr- crossed no. over. They, they opened for Slade uh, at certain points. So what what is this from 71? This I think it was 75, I think that. 72. And then they split in this 70... This is 72, this item. Oh, okay. Yeah. They split in 74. Yeah, a couple of years after they did the Barclays. I wonder if this was like a... A millstone around their neck, this bar. Yeah. Perhaps people said you sold out. Because at that time, you know, people did get accused of that. You know, but these it's, days, it's, no it's, one these days, no one gives a shit. It's the only way you can ever make any money or live. Well, but do you know what I mean? Back then, you could have been... I bet people thought they were phony because they... they did this. Yeah, I can see that. But it's also more likely that what happened was Barkley reached out to, I don't know, whoever the company was, CBS, and went, have you got any bands who are up and coming well, maybe you want to get? brought them in. Maybe Noel did, yeah. Because Noel, you know, Although the, obviously read on the what radio. Noel says at the beginning, because Noel says something which su- suggests to me he hadn't heard of Home before. But I don't know. Go on, read it. Okay, this is his little blurb, Noel's blurb. I can't do the voice. A few months ago, Barclays came to me and said they were thinking of producing a rather special record. Mm. Mm. Would I like to be on it? Fine, I said. What do you want me to do? Sing? I bet you'd love to, wouldn't he? Dance? Read poetry. Oh, God. Stop being so fucking chummy oh, and not ch- funny. Chummy cunt, innit? <laughs> chummy, funny, cunted face. <laughs> Belland. Actually, we just want you to do an intro. Who am I introducing, I asked, as my dreams of stardom vanished. Mate, you're Shut on the radio up, one and you're famous Shut and rich and you've got a jag and a fucking, rolls. Look at you. I have to, the worst thing about this is I'm looking at his face as I read it. Yeah, and he's <laughs> no, just looking at that, that face he's got on. His fucking hairy face. Fanny face. <laughs> Dirty, mingy Dirty fanny face. Dirty mouse beard fanny head. <laughs> uh, well, we were hoping you could suggest someone. A pop group, perhaps. And this is the result. Yeah, he suggested it. Oh, okay. The group is called Home. The track is called Dreamer. It's great. And it's a birthday present to you from Barclays. Hope you enjoy it. And just to just to sum up very quickly, afterwards, the band split in 74. Cliff Williams went to join the band Bandit from 75 Never to 77. After he left them, he was asked to replace ACDC bassist Mark Evans, Ooh. who remained with the band until his retirement in 2016. Oh, he's in... The bassist in tw- yeah in the in bassist a- from home is the, yeah the, uh, yeah who joined he's them very in- good isn't he I yeah. mean uh, by the by the evidence of this track he was pretty w- exactly what ACDC needed which was like metronomically tight bassist yeah, and that is yeah. Laurie Wisefield joined Wishbone Ash and stayed with them till the eighties another good good band Wishbone Ash if you into that kind of thing I okay, think I don't know Mick Cook joined the new lineup of the Groundhogs in late seventy five Groundhogs uh, had this guy who had schizophrenia who was the lead guitarist but they have some amazing is that Clive stuff. Brooks because yeah. he replaced Clive Brooks on drums. No, it was the lead uh, oh, guy. Okay. In fact, he's got a tune called Split, I think, by the Groundhogs, which is about being nuts. And uh, Oh, shit. Okay. And it's really good. There's some good Groundhog stuff, if you're into that. Uh, kind of psyche, uh, proggy stuff. He well, also appeared in the 80s in a band called Lick Malolly. Lick 
my lolly. Lick One word. My lolly. Lick, lick my lolly. <laughs> licky, licky, fanny, fanny. Lick my fanny. <laughs> lick my beardy lolly, nolly. <laughs> lick my fanny face. <laughs> God. Uh, Mick Stubbs was a member of the short-lived Paradise in 1975, but no. continued as a performer and writer, including Lulu's single "I Love to Boogie" in 1979. Do you know that one? I don't. So I... there is what we thought was a wonderful discovery. This is a lovely item, and you don't see promotional things like this these not days, really. do no, you? No, 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 not at all. It has. It could have been a flexi, couldn't it? It could have been. Easily could have been a flexi. I've seen flexis housed in this sort of pocket. It's yeah. a gatefold pocket yeah, uh, style absurd. cover. So, okay, let's go through these very quickly. What are we going to rate? Uh, well, we can't rate the children's book, but what can we rate the Al Johnson shit? I'd only give it one. one I did not platter. like it. It's a splat for me, not a plat. But we really should. Next time we do platters, we should get Disco Lucy out just to right, show you how Disco that can Lucy. work. The whole novelty... Uh, disco crossover All right. genre can work, just All doesn't right. very much. And then we so had uh, Adriano Celentano. Yeah, I would say I quite like a, it. And we didn't a... mention the B side disc jockey, which, which is was a five and a half minute long tune. And it was kind of the same because then it ends up going into the A side. Does it? Yeah, it starts going into the whole riff. So of it's got that. a very sort of an extended sort of version. Yeah. on the other side. Yeah. I would give that if, if it. I would say that's a plat to me, not a splat. Yeah, it's a plat for you. Yeah, what three, about you? Maybe three platters. Yeah. And then finally, the Noel the Edmonds. Happy birthday, 18th Noel Edmonds home and Barclays Bank. Do uh, you think an 18-year-old would like that song? Maybe it was Quite a boy, possibly. Do you think there's a boy and a girl one? Maybe there's one for boys that they sent out, one for girls. And the girl one maybe had like Donny Osmond or well, something on it. Oh, maybe. But these guys look a bit like a heart. They look kind of, that's. do you know it's a glossy sort of photo? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think... It probably it's probably too good. I, no, I'm being quite cynical, but I okay. think I think they made a mistake including that here because because it was too good. It's for not the, yeah, yeah. It's not a kind of teenagey song. It's like a proper like. Yeah. It's definitely a plat though, isn't it? It's oh, a plat. Mate, it's great. I really like that song. I might even play it on my radio show. Well, there we go. Highest I'd praise say four platters. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that Noel Edmonds finally brought joy to this fucking podcast? He did, and he, the artwork is actually really pleasing. Yeah, aesthetically nice. Yeah, Noel, if you're out there, if you're still living, if you still got hope in your heart, thanks for giving us home and Dreamer. Because what else have you given us other than years of regret and Blobby? And I mean, Blobby, you've given no us. No one blobby. needs Blobby in their life, no do one. they? What have you done? What? Why? You need to atone for Blobby, Noel. If you're listening yeah. to this, at- hashtag atone for Blobby. <laughs> Don't know how you do it, don't care how you do it, but thou must atone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have listened to Cheap Show for yet another week, so let me just pimp my book. If you'd like to help me make my book come to life, uh, you can help by going to unbound.com forward slash books forward slash ghosts. There are tears there, depending on what you decide to, uh, I know, depending on what you decide to give, you'll there get either tears. a, there a are book tears in the world. or audio books. There's tears in my heart. Or commentaries, <laughs> or you'll come to my live show. There's lots of possibilities yeah. out there. I'd like to make this book, and I can only do it with your help. So if you think you can spare a little bit of cash to do so, please come along, go to unbound.com forward slash books forward slash ghosts. Yes, do that, everybody. Yes, do that. What else? Be uh, very good book. The awards are still going on. You can still nominate. We've extended the uh, deadline until no March. No, because us. we haven't everyone been promoting it on me. the show. I'm shit. We no, haven't been promoting it on me. the show. I hate that myself. <laughs> right. So, yes, the awards. If you go to our website or you go to at cheap. Ah! You wanker! He's forgotten it. I'll tell you where it is. Yeah. www.cheapshow.com. No, it's not. It's not that fucking hell. 
It's www.thecheapshow.co.uk. And when you Thank get you. to that webpage, there is a link to the nominations for the awards. There's a link to the uh, merchandise page for T-shirts and coasters and all sorts, Ooh. like the new to- Tony Cup Noodle one. Did you see the Cheap Show in the in the Cup Noodle writing? Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's fantastic. That's beautiful. Uh, there's also a link to events Cheap show magazines the print versions of the latest issue are now out and they come with a little free cd on a the mini front cd with little tracks Brilliant. from people who have worked with cheap show and barsians some, and digitize over music the there now paul am i right in thinking there will only be one more cop- issue of the cheap show magazine in possibly, this run possibly we were thinking about what we can do next but i, I I'm, I'm not going to say anything because literally this conversation is as far as i've thought about okay, it okay fine but that's the plan so support us there if you want to see us on Instagram or Facebook you can look for Cheap Show we're on there you'll find us on Twitter at the Cheap Show Pod I'm at Paul Gannon Show Eli is Eli Snoid E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D Paul and I just want, know oh, it's one, on, la- one last thing and the email address if you want to contact us about anything it is thecheapshow at gmail.com now Eli please end with your piss poor observation I just noticed this mint on card yeah is actually on the Joker he selected the card of the Joker to, to sellotape the polo to yeah this That's works all. on many, many That's levels. That's what I said. It's good touch. Yeah, Joker. it works on many levels. Joker, because it's yes. like me, I'm the Joker, and I say mint on card, and everyone loves it when I say it. No one loves them. No, they love no it. No one loves it when you say it. Everyone goes, oh, when you say it. They get, That's the feeling they get. There's, there's scuffage. <laughs> Took a bit longer than usual, ladies and gentlemen, but he got I there in the end. I haven't broken. I'm fine. Thank you. It's been enjoyable. I like going through it's the nice. box, Paul. Every now and then, we are going to dabble through your P.O. box deliveries. I've got a little ducky. You've got a little ducky. You've got candies. You've got records. We've got new music in our lives, which we never expected until now. You know what I mean? Home, dreamer. Who would have thought it? Who would have thought we'd be given and gifted these wonderful things by you, our cheapskate listeners? Thank you very much. Is it at Project Cheap SK8? Is it something like yeah, that? Yes, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm it, so yeah. shit tonight. I'm so shit. No, I'm editing all that out. I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm sad. Let's just say <laughs> goodbye, Paul. Oh, goodbye, Paul. Goodbye, <laughs> Eli. Bye-bye. Bye. Dong, mate. What? This isn't even real dong. Does that mean? This is old dong. <laughs> You've been handling old dong. <laughs> no, these are the, these are the, these are the, these are these the modern dong. Yeah, if you want to borrow them. It's that old dong. Oh. So what's that dong? This is <laughs> probably old dong, like old fibres, you know, when they were paper. You oh. can still get thousands, but they're plastic. Yeah. From what I remember. Oh, is there a thousand there, or is it ten pounds? It's a ten thousand. Uh, there's a ten. Yeah. 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 So basically, that that is. One of those is worth three p. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> so that's that. That is ten p. Hey. Basically, ten p. Yeah, look at that. Cheap show. Cheap show. It so is. that's thirty p. Ten thousand. Yeah. And that thirty thousand is, is pounds. That's pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's sixty thousand. That's two pounds. Fifty thousand is two pounds. No, sixty thousand. Sixty thousand. Thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. To a to a uh, pound. Right. All right. Well, there you go. Eli's been handling old dong, which is all I know. <laughs> right. Mint on card. Mint on card. Someone said that the PO box is a jolly jelly. <laughs> I don't get it. When you, when, I say mint on card a lot. It means when something's brand new and it's on the card that, you know. The oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I don't even get it. I don't even know what you said that.
Something. 